We have um, an overseas mission focus today, and uh, what what we would like to communicate to you is uh, a couple of the projects that we are supporting, because uh, Ukraine is part of our ongoing um, mission vision for this church. And what better way, actually, for, than for Emma to come up and give her perspective on uh, on being part of that team? Um, you may remember that our focus, or well, our focus, has slightly moved to Ukraine from the Crimea because we can't get in to Crimea at the moment. Um, so it's kind of ongoing with our uh, like connection with them, Emma. So it's so lovely to see some of the photos of the great time that we had. Um, we only had a week. Um, but we packed in as much as we possibly could uh, into that. Um, and as you can see, we spent a lot of time with the children and the families. Um, it was interesting because uh, Gareth had opened up to anybody in the church, really, would you like to come um, and, and go on this trip to Ukraine? There wasn't much planned, and it was quite um, short notice, but it was Mike and myself that said, yeah, we want to go, we want to be there. Um, we didn't get much time in advance to prepare what we were going to do, um, but do you know what? God had been planning it long in advance because when we arrived, um, God had been challenging the church um, youth workers and the church pastors there that they needed to take more of a focus towards the children. That um, God had been preparing the way. He'd been um, softening their hearts towards the children. And uh, they asked Gareth and Mike and myself, is there anything that you could share about this? And we thought, actually, there is. Um, and so between us, we were able to share some of our experience doing um, children's work within the church, our experiences growing up in the church, our testimonies. Um, and I was able to use my family situation to teach some of the training that I've had um, as a foster carer. We were able to share working with traumatized children and give some experience, both spiritual side of things and practically. Um, and it was an amazing time. We saw the number of children on the first morning of our kids club, there were 15 children. Um, and we thought, oh, I wonder, I wonder who's going to show up. How's it going to go? And by the end of three days later, they were all bringing their neighbors and their siblings and their cousins and bringing groups of kids down the street with them. And, and we were running out of sheets. We hadn't printed enough off for the children. We had over 40 children there. Um, and they, they stayed for hours. You know, we thought, oh, we'll do a quick kids club. No, they want to be there all day. And at the end of the club, they didn't want to leave. They wanted to just stay and play football with us outside. Um, so that was really positive. And in the evenings, we did some uh, seminars with the youth workers. And that was just a real beautiful time of uh, God's spirit coming and imparting a real, a real heart, a real fire in our hearts for, for the children uh, and he spoke to us in so many ways that we were able to share. We were able to pray um, with the youth workers there. And we've even kept in touch with them. We've been um, continuing to have dialogue between us and the different youth workers in many different churches working in the Ukraine. Um, and they were really keen to have people back. That was really, as we left, we had the sense that they were saying, when are you coming back? Who are you going to bring um, because they were just so encouraged by our going there. Um, and I wrote a little bit in the um, notice sheet that you've got about on the last day we were in Kiev um, and during our final day some conflict broke out in the streets in a city to the east of us um, just as it happened while we were walking around the government buildings in Kiev. Um, so 
we took that opportunity. We were crying out in prayer and it just felt such a, a deepness to the spiritual battle in the situation there that it would be so easy for Christians, for God's people to lose sight of God and to lose sight of their mission and their focus, um, to be distracted by what's going on and, and the danger that they're in. Um, so we were able to pray for the people that we'd meet. We were able to encourage them and, and just take a spiritual stand as we were walking around Kiev and, and that was a really powerful time. Um, so, I mean, overall, I can't believe it was only a week for everything that we kind of packed into that and having never been to that side of the world myself before, um, I just really felt my eyes were opened and the people that I'd been praying for for so long are now you know, real people that I have a relationship with that I can Facebook message them and ask them for their prayer updates. And so you've got some of those in your notice sheet. So I'd really encourage um, you to just pray. When you hear the news, pray for the people that we know, that we have a connection with and that we've been able to go and visit and bless. Thank you. Thanks, Emma. I'm sure that Emma can talk a lot more about it. Well, I know she can talk a lot more about it. And Mikey as well. Uh, they're really, and Gareth, they're really pumped up about what happened uh, in Crimea. Crimea. Um, one of our other fledgling projects is in, uh, is in Costa Rica. And it's a bit of a personal journey for me. Um, <clears throat> well, what happened about 12 months ago, we set up an overseas mission team. And we were looking uh, around for projects that, that, as a church, we might be able to connect with and support. And uh, there was a kind of a reluctance from the Millers um, to, to talk about a project in, in Costa Rica. And so it was a bit like trying to winkle out a winkle out of a shell, you know, to get information because um, Pancho's dad is involved uh, with, um, with several projects actually in Costa Rica. And it was kind of like they were not wanting to push forward this particular project because there was family connections. But I, uh, in, in myself, I immediately felt a, a stirring about Costa Rica, thinking, oh, is it to do with the coffee? I like a good cup of coffee. Um, but no, it was nothing to do with that. And each step of the way, when we found out a little bit more about the project that has been uh, going on there, which is a group of churches working uh, in a... Um, Oh, I can't remember the name, like in a slum area uh, that's really like horrible. And uh, they bought a piece of land and they've begun a building project. Um, each time it was talked about, I really felt a little stirring in my, in my heart. And then we found out how much they needed on a monthly basis to, to cover their running costs. And I was thinking, you know, gosh, even those of us just on the team could all put a little bit in and, and actually cover the amount and then it then it came up that wouldn't it be good for some people to go and visit um and I was thinking oh well I can't do that because um there's money involved and uh, I don't really want to leave um my wife and and children because it takes a little bit we've got it down to a fine art now but it's kind of an involved process to get them ready for school and off in the mornings um uh, so, so for one person it's going to be quite difficult you know that sort of stuff and each one of my uh, objections to God was slowly knocked away one at a time the finance was taken care of you know because uh, I was thinking oh 750 quid where am I going to find that from and then sort of like I, it was explained to me quite clearly that that shouldn't be an issue uh, and then like Louise said to me no I think you should go um, and that's a bit of a 
of annoying thing really and then uh, checking my passport was still in date there's still two years to go on that so it's kind of every every obstacle that I could put up even though I knew I wanted to go all to do perhaps with my my worth um, and sort of thinking is God going to send me there <clears throat> and the scary thing of knowing that if I go on a missions trip I'm going to come back changed and the knock-on effect that that's going to have on my family on the stuff that I do at church and the stuff I do in church. So uh, it's really quite exciting, um, but scary as well. Uh, and Panch has found us some really good flights that have knocked something like eight hours off the flying time. So my worry about traveling for 23 hours has also gone uh, as well. So it's, I've just got to have the injections and then we'll go. Um, I'm going with Pancho and with Chris, Emma's husband. Uh, so it's, it's such an exciting time to go and connect with the church to find out a bit more in detail what they're doing uh, and how we as King's Church can help them to pray for them, to resource them, to go out and work with them. So your choices at the moment are Costa Rica and uh, Crimea, Crimea, and who knows where else uh, it might be. So um, please pray for me, pray for my wife Louise and uh, for Evie and Olivia. Uh, in November we are going, and uh, whew, it's exciting but scary. So I'm going to pray, and then I'll, I'll hand over to Gareth. Father, thank you. Oh, um, before I do that... Um, also, um, Pablo and Harriet in the summer went out to, uh, to uh, Uganda and uh, they've got some amazing stuff to share with you uh, about the kids with disabilities in Uganda and they're selling some stuff at the back as well. So do visit that. Get fired up about uh, Uganda as well. So let's pray. Father, thank you for the amazing opportunities that we as King Church, King's Church have to work in partnership with other churches in other countries. Lord, thank you that you've laid it on our heart, not just to reach Summerstown, but to be uh, a, a, um, an overseas out, outward-looking church. Father, and I pray as we get more involved with these projects, Lord, that you will stir up not just individuals, but us as a church to work out how we can resource, how we can pray, how we can be part of uh, other, pe other churches that have the same outlook, the same vision as us. Uh, and as we work with them, Lord, so we will glorify and lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for Emma and for Mikey and for Gareth as they went to Crimea. Crimea. We know that they encouraged and built up the church there, Lord. That's what, we, that's what our hearts are, that we would encourage and build up other churches, other Christians, other leaders, Lord, that we would see the knock-on effect of, of children and young people and adults coming to know Jesus because we've been obedient in following your call to partner with other churches. And for Costa Rica, Lord, we're really looking forward to that and everything that you have involved for us. And uh, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that we have of partnering with them. Amen.